we open on the Bridge of the Cavalier. Across these many hilarious and thought-provoking episodes of this podcast, you, listener, have come to trust and find comfort in this space. Here, the most senior officers of this noble ship come together to solve the most difficult problems with courage and wit. In the pilot seat, you might find Legs Loveless weaving through a planet's rings. Over at the engineering station, Katya Bushnikova might be monitoring the hyperwarp drive, keeping everything up to her demanding specifications. Over at the dining nook, Liberty Balboa might be frying up some Philly-style hot dogs, which are gross and I will not describe. But that picture of spacebound competence? Wipe that picture away, because things are not going well today. Sparks fly from the ceiling, monitors flicker on and off, several different alarms blare in a completely unhelpful way. You hear as officers call things out like, Hold me to a decade! Life support failing in the kindergarten sphere! Hole breach on deck 36 through 42! Just lots of thrusters. Wow! Primary weapons offline! Casualty reports coming in across the ship! Hyperwarp drive going critical! We cut to the exterior of the Cavalier, seeing the damage that has already taken a terrible toll. Because three Corexian Brattleboro class attack cruisers surrounding the ship. With a flash, they loose another volley of torpedoes. And with a shudder that rips across the system, the CSS Cavalier is vaporized. Base. What endless mystery. Look at it. Wow. Who do dare uncover its secrets? The brave crew of the starship Cavalier do dare to scout the heavens, to see some moons, to take a dangerous galaxy trip. This is the true story of them that voyage among, oh, these, those stars of space. Tonight's episode, Overtime. Starring Branson Reese as Cavi the Cavalier. Taylor Moore as Tuscaloosa Casket Showroom. Tim Platt as Groomda, and Joe Lepore as everything and everyone else. State 1991.429923.f Gwumda's back from the hole. Gwumda is back to being Gwumda again. Ever since I got trapped in a black hole, I've taken short excursions back to figure out what the heck was going on in there. I'm not much closer to the truth, but this time I can definitely confirm a suspicion that's been nagging at me for weeks. When Gwumda's in the hole, Gwumda's a baby. But now I'm back to the ship, where I'm Big Boy Groomda again. I entertain my friends with performative arts, uh, cocktail experimentations, and being the most high-energy scientist... Who am I kidding? The most high-energy crewmate on the ship. And no one better prove me otherwise. We fade in now on the Cavalier's Fitness Center. True, any kind of exercise space could be created in the Hollow Zones, but sometimes you just can't beat the real thing. We weave through the weight room, full of the hardest bodies in the vanguard. Through the squash courts, where the ship's finance guys hone their skills. 
the pool, dominated by various fish-based species that no one in the cast has dared yet play, before arriving at the <laughs> basketball court, where three crew members are showing off their best dunks. Grumda, a giant pile of slithering tentacles all maneuvering around each other to create the semblance of form, is jumping up in the air and slamming a ball into the basket. His tentacles hang off the off the rim, pulling himself up and then turning his tiny uh, tentacle bo- uh, bottom into a bit of a propeller, zooming him around, showing off his powerful dunk. He jumps down and turns back to Cavi. I'd like to say you twice something like that, Cavi. Ha-ha! Defense! Cavi, who is, uh... Cavi is probably about 5'10", 5'11", but he looks to stand about three, three and a half heads tall because his head is huge. He has a massive uh, foam head uh, with a frozen, smiling, garish, smiling expression. He has a, a, a goatee. He has a mustache and a, a goatee. He wears a, uh, a large red, crimson red hat with a gold feather coming up. And he wears, uh, uh, he has like a, the puffy shoulder sleeves. It's all red and gold. Uh, his head is huge and his little body is uh, just like trailing down under there. Uh, he wears big striped uh, baggy pants. It's all very billowy. There's a lot of space in there. And he wears uh, tennis shoes. Uh, also like red and gold Nike tennis shoes. Uh, underneath, he says, ha let's go! And he grabs the ball, jumps onto a trampoline, does a flip, and uh, dunks effortlessly. And then he uh, he sort of gestures for the crowd to, like, give it up. There is no crowd. There is! There's a crowd of one. Because at the back of the court, the door is open, and we hear one person clapping. <laughs> I've seen some dunks in my day, but Kava, I think that dunk in particular is sustained. <laughs> That's a lovely dunk, my boy. Grunda, it's a pleasure to meet you on the court for once instead of the courtroom. And we see now Tuscaloosa Casket Showroom. Uh, Tuscaloosa Casket Showroom is a silver fox of a human man with sort of a not too long, but not too short, platinum white haircut, a wonderfully kept long goatee, and he's wearing a tan suit, but he's got the tan suit jacket over his shoulder <laughs> as he enters the, uh, the the basketball court. And we see that hanging off his tan suit jacket is a badge that says VAG, V-A-G, Vanguard Advocate General, one of the ship's many lawyers. Grunda, using his many tentacles, is a uh, is a uh, bouncing the ball between his legs, doing some sort of casual, uh, fantastic moves, and he goes, "Thanks, Tuscaloosa. Hey, how about you, Twy?" He picks up the ball, slams it on his own tentacle, and uh, sort of with a bit of uh, a bit of a force that shows you that he means business, throws it at Tuscaloosa, daring him to join the court. Amicus brief accepted, as he catches the ball expertly, and he dribbles it between his legs. Open an argument. Cross-examination as he crosses to the hoop. Lay up. Case closed. <laughs> Don't mind if I dunk. Cavi's going to grab the sides of his huge head and move it back and forth. <laughs> just like side to side like he can't believe it. And he's going to uh, he's gonna do like a we are not worthy. <laughs> he's the ship's mascot. <laughs> Cavi, Cavi, get up, get up. You're worthy, my son. You're worthy. Give me a V, give me an A, give me a G. What's that spell? Well, if you if I was you, I'd say it spells me. Ha-ha! <laughs> oh, Cavi, I love your escapades. Woo! Cavi's gonna like uh uh put a, a single finger up to the sky and say, what time? Uh, Grumda has gotten the rebound and is sort of bouncing the ball uh, behind his back uh, a bit further away from the group. He says to himself, I don't have the sense of Tuscaloosa or the the power to control a crowd like Cavi. What am I doing here? Maybe I should have stayed, baby Grumda. Pathos. We found him. Grumda. Yes? How are you, my little boy? You look like uh, some, some pathos has done gripped you there. 
Ah, no, no problem. Just enjoying the slam dunks and uh, a bit of a friendly rivalry with my friend Cavi here. You see, we threw down, we threw down a few bucket wheels to see who could do the most fantastic dunk. So far, Cavi's been stealing the cell, but uh, I've got a few tricks up my sleeve too. Cavi's gonna pull some buccarinos out and like make it rain. <laughs> Grimna's gonna roll the basketball around his tentacle like a, like a Harlem Globetrotter and sort of flick it with just that very end to see how high he can get it to arch before landing into a swish into the basket. So Cavi's gonna jump in the way and like knock it out of the sky. And when he lands, he's gonna do like a suck it. Ha <laughs> ha, overruled. Branson, can you make a lasers roll on that? Absolutely, I can. Okay, great. You're gonna love this. By the way, my number is a five because beneath it all, Cavi is a very cold and calculating person. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> okay, I got a three. Great. So w- when you knock the basketball out of the way, uh, you actually knock it like right back at Grumda, and Grumda, it's gonna hit you in the tentacle. Oh! All of Grumda's tentacles split into the air, suspended for a moment like a starry night or an explosion, or an explosion in the starry night. For a second, it uh, floats in midair, a totally discombobulated jumble of tentacles apart from each other until, vroom, like a, like a black hole coming back together or something, uh, he forms back his form again. Well, <laughs> you got me this time, Cavi, but I've got more twigs up my sleeve. He doesn't pick up the basketball again. Cavi is going to uh, sort of like theatrically like rub like his eyes and put a thumb into like his smiling mouth like he's like sucking his thumb like a baby. <laughs> Aha! Grumda walks back to the uh, to the benches where he picks up a Gatorade and starts drinking. Uh, he doesn't want to show how much uh, he feels like he's been owned, but this dude's been owned. Grumda, you also, you look down at the tentacle that got hit. Mm-hmm. And you can see that it's pretty badly bruised. It smarts. Ow. My, my, my favorite tentacle. He maneuvers his tentacles. All of them move around, shifting position as he protects the bruised tentacle right in, in his most protected spot where the heart would be. Where the heart would be. <laughs> There's not a heart. He's just <laughs> tentacles. Now, I know a personal injury when I see one, Groomda. Are you all right? Oh, I'm fine. It's how the game works. If I can't take a few bruises, then I'm not a real basketball player. I'm not suing anyone. I know you're trying to get a new court date. I can tell. If you, you, you never feel at home until you've got a future court date to prepare for. But you're not getting one from me. I made a vow that I will never take anybody to court. And there's no way you're going to get me to go otherwise. Well, that's what you say, but the case ain't closed just yet. One of these days, Groomda, I'll get you on the plaintiff's side of a courtroom if my name's not Tuscaloosa Casca Showroom. But it is! That is your name! Groomda, as you say that you feel that tentacle sort of spasm, that bruising is is pretty bad. You got hit pretty hard. <laughs> nah, that's, that, I'm telling you, it's fine. Hey, Cavi, great game. Next time, I'll take it easy on you. If you'll excuse me, I gotta go to the sick bay. A groomda, a groomda makes his way off the court towards the sick bay. As he hears the chants behind him, he he rubs it where his heart would be and goes, One day I'll learn his twicks and I'll entertain the crowd. Cavi is going to hold a Vuvuzela up to his like smiling <laughs> mouth and like pretend like he's blowing in it. And obviously his mouth is just frozen in a garish smile, but right. sound does come out like... <laughs> Tuscaloosa sinks a free throw. <laughs> oh, these guys rule. This is the best scene I've ever observed. Taylor, make a make a feelings roll on that. Free okay, throw. I did it. My number's a three, uh, and I rolled a four. I, I may be a, a buffoon, but I just think a professional a professional guy in a suit making a basket is a cool thing. Thank you, Tim. You didn't need to editorialize, but we appreciate it. <laughs> Really left yourself o- open to <laughs> for you. an attack manipulation. There. Yeah, does log supplemental. Ouch, that hurt. Guess I better visit sickbay. Don't know if this needed to be a log, but I love journaling. It's one of my many passions. We fade in on sickbay as Groomda limps in. Vanguard medical officers tend to their patients with care, calm, and surgery. Doctor Vesquez <laughs> takes a look at Groomda's tentacle. Well, I've never treated a. What did you say your species was? I never said, and I'd prefer not to say if that's okay. 
but this is definitely a tentacle. Well, I've never treated a pile of tentacles before, but... That's me! Quum does a pile of tentacles! This should be pretty straightforward, Grumda. Just some light bruising. Vasquez waves a med hacker over Grumda's tentacle. And while Grumda's tentacle feels a warming sensation, in a moment, the bruising is gone. Thank you, Vasquez. You really saved the day here. I don't know what I would have done if I hurt my favorite tentacle. I mean, I've lost tentacles before. I've even cooked one before. But to lose my favorite, that would just make me... Oh, so sad. And when I'm sad, I can't entertain everyone. Not everyone. Not, not that anyone needs me to entertain them these days, with Cavi stealing the Grumda, show. I feel like I should back up for a second. Did you just say you've cooked yourself before? Yes, I've cooked a tentacle. Vasquez leans in real close. What did you taste like? Ugh. Oh, baby. I'll, I'll, I'll do you one better. A tentacle from his back, between where his shoulder blades would be, starts squiggling around out around his uh, his waist up to the front, where it uh, perks itself up and jumps into Vasquez's arms. Oh, uh, is, it, is this for me? Yes. Boil it, and then season it whichever way you like, and tell me how you think it goes. <laughs> Thank you. And Vasquez tucks the, tucks the tentacle in a little, in a little pouch. Uh, after he does, he looks back up at Grumda and says, Well, I've never treated a... What did you say your species was? Oh, I'm a... I didn't say. And I never will. I'm Grumda, and you can think of me as a pile of tentacles who wants to steal the show. <laughs> well, I've never treated a pile of tentacles before, but this should be pretty straightforward. Just some light bruising. Uh, wait, what? Vasquez waves a med hacker over Grumda's tentacle. While Grumda's tentacle feels a warming sensation, in a moment, that bruising is gone. But, did this just... I'm sorry, did this just... Is Grumda forgetting himself again? Because I feel like this thing just happened. You already cured the bruised tentacle. The one I gave you was not injured at all, but it's just ready to die and be eaten. Tentacle you gave me? Yeah, you, 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 you were curious about what a tentacle tastes like, and I gave you one of my least favorite tentacles to eat. You see, my least favorite ones don't feel a thing. Or maybe I just managed paying it a bit differently based on my preferences. Grumda, as you're saying this, you notice Vasquez's pouch where he had placed the tentacle is now clearly empty. Where'd my tentacle go? Vasquez? Vasquez? Yes? What do you think I'm doing here right now? Well, I just healed your bruise. Right. Uh, how many times? Most bruises only need one treatment. Vasquez, you may not believe this, and few people believe Grumda when he gets serious, even though he gets serious very often. But I think there might be some sort of issue with time, because this, because you saved my bruise, and then you seem to repeat the same words you said before and heal the different tentacle. You know, I had a suspicion about this and your unique physiology. Because you're in all of your organs and your nervous system are distributed across all of your tentacles, Perhaps what may have been a hit to a tentacle you were using as an arm may have caused something akin to a concussion. You might just want to lie, you know, you just might want to go back to your quarters, lie down, rest, if you're experiencing any kind of deja vu or anything. I, I, I'm sorry, Vasquez, that's exactly what I'm experiencing. Some deja vu. Britain's own deja vu. What? You know, deja vu, the concept we got from Great Britain on Earth so many years ago. But I'm sorry, Vasquez, for uh, trying to uh, put my brain into your reality. I better go lie down and take a nap before I say anything else that I regret. We cut now to the offices of the VAG, the Vanguard Advocate General. Tuscaloosa Casket Showroom enters his office, crosses to his desk, and sits. But he doesn't have a moment to get to any of his many cases because just as he sits... His door beeps. He's got a visitor. Enter! An ensign enters, and in their arms is a gift. Wrapped in a bow, an old, weathered gavel, worn raw from decades of banging, with a hollow letter addressed to Lusa. Well, my goodness, I do declare to what honor do I owe this discreet pleasure. Hollow letter, play. Dear Lusa, can you believe it? After 85 years on the bench, they finally making me retire. Said my judgment has become compromised. And on top of that, judgeships on Pluto are an elected office, and I had forgotten to run for re-election. <laughs> Classic era. Shoot. 
It just sounds like more excuses they make up to shuffle off us old-timers out of lucrative positions we no longer need or deep down won't, but choose to remain in due to inertia and a fear that our time has passed. Yep, what it says on the box. Nevertheless, security has insisted that I must vacate the premises, Mm. but before I do, I wanted to pass along a keepsake to my favorite student. Maybe one day you'll follow in my footsteps and put on some robes. Judge robes, that is. I think they'd look good on you. Fondly, your greatest mentor and inspiration, Judge Boone B. Boone, Esquire. I knew I recognized that wooden anvil of justice sitting here, all wrapped up ribbon and bow. Ensign, do you recognize this, or were you able to hear that holler letter? This is the gavel of the Honorable Boonby Boone. Why, he was my mentor in Vanguard Legal School. Almost like a father to me. Tuscaloosa, you don't hear an answer from the Ensign, and as you look up, you see that Ensign is gone. Ensign? I, I, go, I run out into the hallway, and I poke my head out. As soon as you open your door, you bump into that very Ensign, carrying... Oh, excuse me, I'm so sorry. What is this? A gavel, wrapped in a bow, with a hollow letter attached. Judge Boone sent me two of his gavels? My goodness. I knew he was in the service of the judgeship for quite a long time on the bench, but enough cases to wear out two gavels to such a degree? <laughs> sorry, sorry, Mr. Casket Um, you only got... The one gavel. No, I have two. Well, you can see the first one in my hand here, son. Uh, Tuscaloosa, look down at your hands. I look down at my hands, surely expecting a gavel to be there. The one I've been <laughs> remarking about so much. Yeah. And while your expectations are understandable... And surely will be met. They are not. They're unmet because your hands are empty, Tuscaloosa. Unmet expectations? What am I, a young person? <laughs> Ensign, explain this to me. Were you not just in my office, my legal repertory here, just a few seconds ago? No, no. I've never, uh, I've never been in the vag before. Hold on right here now. You don't go nowhere. You keep right here where I can keep my eyes on you. You can keep your eyes on me, you understand? Okay, um, I just, I'm sorry I'm a little uncomfortable in the vag. Overruled. Ship computer, show me the security files for this doorway into my office for the last 10 minutes. Access granted, displaying security record. And on a view screen, you see the security footage come up. It's it's sped up to about mm-hmm. uh, 4X speed. And you see your room, the office is empty for about the first five minutes. And then the door opens, you come in, uh, you toss your jacket over your shoulder, then, <laughs> then hang it up on a coat rack, then walk away for a moment, then realize you want the coat and then go back and put <laughs> the coat back on. It's often cold in my office. Ensign, this is all normal behavior for me, nothing unusual as of now. And then you sit down, you put your feet up on your desk, you take your feet down, and then with a, a sudden, with a start, you get up from the desk and run to the door. The door opens and you bump into the ensign. This security record conflicts with my short-term memory. Hmm. Perhaps like Judge Boone, I too am getting old and can no longer trust my own recollection. <sighs> the lawyer's original sin, a weakness of mind, a, a, a tenderness of memory. <sighs> Ensign, please tell no one what you've seen here today. And I take the gavel from his hands, I go back in my office, and I discreetly message the ship therapist. I've always had a mind like a steel trap. What's wrong with me? If anybody finds out about this, I'll lose my vag license. I gotta keep What's my What's that vag. you were saying? And because you had called up the ship's counselor, uh, he appears on the view screen. It's, of course, Dr. Gerald Poseidon. Remember those fish aliens <laughs> I talked about swimming in the pool? <laughs> this is their god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tuscaloosa, what's that you were saying about losing your license? Well, uh... I must just cut right to the chase and, and deliver the recent happenstance to what's happened to me to you. Just recently, I remembered an event that security footage revealed never happened. Just in the last few minutes, I'm afraid I could be losing my own intelligence. Hmm. And what did you say about 
Losing your license? Well, I'm afraid, you know, of course, if I am proven to be mentally incapacitous, uh, the Vanguard will take away my vag status. Hmm. And, sorry, what did you say about losing your license? Well, I said that uh, if I'm proven to be incompetent momentum mori, uh, I could lose my VAG certificate and uh, able to no longer be no sort of advocate, the general nor specific for the Vanguard. You hmm. must be aware of this. I mean, briefed on protocol as you is. Hmm. And what did you say about losing your license? Wait. Computer, run back the footage of this meeting I'm having right now. Just about a 30-second hence. This meeting has lasted for... Eight seconds. No, I closed the computer. <laughs> hey! <laughs> it's a laptop. I just shut it. <clears throat> Something's going on. We cut We cut briefly to uh, Dr. Poseidon's office, and his computer shuts off. He shakes his head and then turns back to the grieving family he was counseling and says, so sorry about that. Let's get back to the session. <laughs> we cut now to the head mascot's office. Great. So there's like a huge vat in the middle of the room and you hear like a as it like opens and inside is you can just see from where the camera is positioned over Cavi's shoulder uh, you see the head is like resting off to the side and all you can see is a small withered head growing up out of his body uh, as uh, Cavi just as in a private moment Cavi says the suit sustains me and poisons me uh, great. As you say this, you get a ping on your computer. There's a DOM space transmission from for you. I grab my my uh, my head and I slam it back onto me. I go, aha! One message. What do we got? You open the message and on your screen appears the man himself, Vanny, chief mascot of the Vanguard. I said, whoa! It's tense in here. It must be my boss in the atmosphere. Ho, 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 you are always on point. Cavi, we've got some serious b -b -b business to discuss. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've been hearing this scuttlebutt, but you might know this was coming. But get ready, breaking news. I do like a drum roll, like... We're updating all the mascots across the fleet. I am thrilled to give you a look at your new head. And on the screen appears an image of the new Cavi. In one word, too cool. Don't check me on that number, but the point stands. It's the face Cavi knows and sees in the mascot mirror every day, but cooler, streamlined, wearing sunglasses, somehow less human. Aha! Whoa! And then as a private moment, Cavi is going to just very quickly turn and very quietly say, Yes, yes, I jump from host to host. We're hoping this will help you better connect with and motivate the crew. Really get those satisfaction numbers up? Aha! Anything to get the satisfaction numbers up! I live to get them pumped! You better, because frankly, they've been plateauing for a while. Hey, I got a feeling that tonight's gonna be a good night. What do you think? Well, I think if you've been hearing the scuttlebutt, you might know this was coming. But we're updating all the mascots across the fleet. I'm thrilled to give you a first look at your new head. Ah, uh, what? Am I hearing double? <laughs> and on the screen appears an image of the new Cavi. In one word, too cool. Don't check me on that number, but the point stands. It's the face Cavi knows, but cooler, streamlined, wearing sunglasses, somehow less human. Uh, if I could turn back time, I might have already done it. Vanny, didn't you just tell me this? Uh-huh. <laughs> what? Two times. <laughs> uh, Cavi, I don't know, but it's been one time. Not two times. One time. Gotta push back. Two times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But before you push back, if you've been hearing the scuttlebutt, you might know this was coming. But we're updating all the mascots across the fleet. I'm thrilled to give you a first look what at- What the poop? I'm trapped in a loop. Huh? I said, what the poop? <laughs> I'm trapped in a loop. Okay, but I still got to give you a look at this new head. Oh. <laughs> Once again, this new head appears before you. Yeah. Vanny, I've seen the head. Ha <laughs> ha. Great. 
So just head down to your local 3D printer and get that new head printed up. Will do. Do you want one, two, or three of them? You showed me thrice. Uh, last I checked, you only got one head, so <laughs> you should print one head. <laughs> Shows what you know. Uh, Cavi is going to just have a private moment with himself. And he's like, something weird is afoot. Whoops. As you say that, the ship is suddenly rocked. Whoa. Groomda down in sickbay, Tuscaloosa in his office, Cavi in his mascot's den. You all feel this shake. It's the unmistakable shake of torpedo fire on the ship. Defense! We gotta get those shields up! Huh? I've woken up from my nap! It better be for something serious! This is serious! So I guess it's a good thing I was woken up from my nap! Groomda's awake! Hot damn! I gotta get out of here! Everyone knows the mascot den's the least safe part of every ship! Just as Cavi says that, a hull breach rips open in the mascot's den. He is sucked into the void of space. <laughs> uh oh! I go, airball! As I fly off into the void. Groomda rushes out of his room and looks back and forth to see what is going on in the hallway. The, the, the room shakes. Uh, he looks back and forth. He runs down the hall to get to the deck. He has to help. Groomda has to save the day. As you do, you pass uh, Ensign Gelmir Lysander. And and just as you're passing, a shower of sparks and fire rip out from the wall and engulf him in flames. Groomda looks away. He can't bear the, the bear the sight. And as he does, he almost bumps right into Ensign Gelmir Lysander. Gelmir, I, I just saw you disappear! What the fuck are you talking about, Groomda? I'm just coming back from a bit of a... Well, I guess it's more of an argument than a conversation with Meredith. Uh, Behind the two of you, a shower of sparks and flame rip out from the wall. Gelmir isn't standing there. Nothing happens. Sorry, Gelmir, are you you experiencing odd repetitions? Yeah, sometimes it feels like every day is a repetition when you're playing with Meredith. (laughs) Sorry, we simply have to cut away from this Gelmir line of dialogue and cut to the exterior of the ship, seeing the damage that has already taken a terrible toll. The cause? Three Corexian Brattleboro-class attack cruisers surrounding the Cavalier. With a flash, they loose another volley of torpedoes. With a sudden shudder that rips across the system, the CSS Cavalier is vaporized. We cut now to the Cavalier's fitness center. True, any kind of exercise space could be recreated in the hollow zones, but sometimes you just can't beat the real thing. Mm. We weave through the weight room, full of the hardest bodies in the vanguard, through the squash courts, where the ship's finance guys hone their skills. The pool, dominated by various fish-based species that no one in the cast has dared yet play, before arriving at the basketball court, where three crew members are showing off their best dunks. And could I have everyone make a feelings roll? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Six. Six. Okay. C- critical fail for uh, Tuscaloosa Casket Showroom. I rolled a one. Groomda, you are going to make a dunk. And as you do, as you whip through the air and your tentacles spread out and you arc through the space, you get the strangest feeling that you've done all this before. And then... Cavi, as you watch it happen, you feel like you've seen this exact dunk happen. Groomda lands that dunk, but instead of pulling himself up to the rim to do a sort of propeller's twist around with his tentacles, showing off his skills, he just drops to the ground. He looks left. He looks right. He looks at Cavi. Cavi, have we been here before? We are family. Something's wrong with you and with me. Cammy gives him a big thumbs up Something's very wrong (laughs) Because we just had a dunk competition earlier And and, uh, I dunked And then you dunked And then Tuscaloosa came And uh, he's going to point up to uh, The very spot where Tuscaloosa had entered the first time And there he is Appearing at the door with his tan suit jacket Jauntily slung over his shoulder What's the matter, boys? You waiting for the bricklayer to come in here? 
Sink some bricks? <laughs> That's me. I'm the bricklayer. He's a brick house. <laughs> uh, Cavi gets it. What's with the long face, Groomer? You experiencing some pathos again? Tuscaloosa, as you say this beneath your jocular appearance, you do have a funny feeling, but you can't quite place it. Something must be wrong with the gravity well in this part of shit today. We gotta report that. In the meantime, that just means I can do this. And he picks up a ball from the rack and he tosses it from half court. Kobe! (laughs) Kobe, a thing basketball players of this time often say with no understanding of where it came from. (laughs) That's just something we bricklayers say. Bricks, everybody understands. Tuscaloosa, look, we're stuck in some sort of time loop. This exact same thing happened earlier today. Uh, you mean this happened earlier today? And I take another ball and I shoot it again. <laughs> Misses, just air ball. Cavi, uh, uh, what can we do to get through to him? Uh, I'm gonna put my hand up to my ear, like to like a a listen thing, and I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna get up in Tuscaloosa's face and be like, Tuscaloosa, something's wrong. What's wrong, Cavi? You trying to tell me something's wrong? We're caught in a time loop. You, me, groomed her, the whole ship. Ha <laughs> ha! Huh. A time loop, you say. Such a thing and not unheard of out in the deep reaches of unexplored space. But I doubt it. Come on, let's go, boys. Ha <laughs> ha! Tuscaloosa, something's wrong. I feel like someone's walking over my grave. Ha <laughs> ha! <laughs> Somebody walking over your grave. Maybe I'm the killer on the court today and I take a ball and I dribble it and I say, I'll be the judge of that. Wait a minute. Judge, I'll be the judge of that. I'll be the judge. Judge. Tuscaloosa, make another feel. <laughs> make another feelings roll. My failure. <laughs> the thought passes. Overruled, and I go up for a layup. <laughs> uh, Tuscaloosa, you make you make the basket, but as your feet return to earth, you hear a squelch as you accidentally land. On one of Groomda's tentacles. Ow! Ah! Ow! My tentacle! And that was my favorite one! The tentacle scurries back to Groomda, goes up his tentacled body, and goes into the spot where it can be most protected, where the heart would be. As Groomda walks, Groomda walks towards the bench, sits down, rubbing his where his heart would be, and uh, drinks some Gatorade. Well, not Groomda. Uh, I'm so sorry about that, but... Uh, Don't even try. You're going to try to get me to uh, uh, go to court with you defending me. Groomda, you know that one... I'd love to have you on the plaintiff's side of the courtroom instead of the basketball court one day. I know a personal injury when I see one. See something's going on. You already said this to me. Before Cavi had hurt my, and bruised my, my tentacle, I then went to Vasquez, who healed it twice in a row. Groomda, why are you the one with sense now? Can't somebody aid you? Uh, 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 Cavi, uh, please, uh, we gotta find something. How about we, uh, I know, you're always, you're the most charismatic guy in the ship more charismatic than I've ever been. What if you raise the roof and, and, and get him so excited that there can be no no no, no, uh, no emotion available inside of him except for excitement to observe the event, the event being the thing that we repeated. That Aha! Now that's a good idea. Come on, ride the train. Woo, woo, and ride it. And I start raising the roof and I like, I dance around Tuscaloosa just raising the roof and I move faster and faster until I'm all that he can see. I'm just like surrounding him, <laughs> raising the roof. What do we think, Joe? Is Tuscaloosa allowed to realize what's going on now? Make, I'll say with this happening. Yeah. Uh, this is so jarring to you, Tuscaloosa. I'll let you roll twice okay. for feelings. <laughs> okay, so two die? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Impossible to say. One abject, fa- that's my third one in a row, but the other is a four, which is a success. Okay, a complicated success. Yeah. As he's whipping around you, you see clear as day for only a moment the image of an old gavel with her big red bow wrapped around it. Boom be boom. I got a gavel from an old friend, but I haven't gotten it yet. Now what's going on? My mind is put backwards first and forwards back. I think I can remember later tonight. It's as if gripped 
by purpose and excitement, you run out of the court, knocking Cappy aside ah! and head straight for the vag. Yeah, I reach the vag. I run in. It, if I remember getting it, the gavel must be here. Search your office. Make a make a lasers roll to search your office. Yes, my fourth one. That's my. That's the fourth one in a roll I rolled, uh, but that works. That's lasers. Success. Great. You are tearing your office apart. You are throwing papers in the air, books. You're shaking out. You're looking on all the shelves. You're finding no gavels. But as you're doing this in this almost crazed state, your door pings. Enter, Gabby. Come on in. I can't find a gavel here nowhere. An ensign enters, and in their arms is a gift. What the fuck? Wrapped in a bow. An old, weathered gavel, worn raw from decades of banging. Now you approach the bench right now here. You haven't given me this gavel here before? What? It's from Judge Boomby Boom. Uh, I, With a hologram I, I message? So. Holo I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm not very nervous. I don't like being in the veg. And he throws the gavel at you and runs out the room. Get out of my veg! Tuscaloosa Castle Showroom is holding the gavel and turning it over, and he plays the hollow letter with it, and he realizes that he knows what Boom B. Boons is going to say. He knows what he's going to say, and he feels the need to sort of look up, and he looks over to his right, and he looks up on the shelf, and out of all these books, his eyes fall upon one particular book, the Book of Vanguard Case Law, specifically Spatial Anomalies, Time Loops, and Spatial Anomalies. And as you do, Tuscaloosa, your door pings. Cavi? Grumda? Enter. An ensign enters, and in their arms is a gift. Do I have the gavel in my hands? No. Get the hell out of my way, boy! Overruled! And I run back to the basketball court. In the basketball court, Grumda is uh, sort of far back in the stands. He has given um, Cavi a bunch of his tentacles, and Grumda is in a, in the Grumda is uh, waving his hands, asking to be thrown what would normally be a shirt. Me, please give me one. Please give me one. Hey, here's your arm, and I throw a tentacle at him. Um, it moves. It, it's a. It's a few. Um, it lands a few seats in front of him. He dives through it. Uh, uh, I got. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. I don't care if you've if you've got a child. I paid a ticket to be here. And he grabs a tentacle and puts it back into his weird form. I remember. I remember everything. I drop the tentacles. They scurry back up uh, uh, into Grunda's strange yet still strange body. Uh, oh, fantastic! You remember! So we're all stuck in a time loop together, but how come we're the only ones who remember? Yeah, no one, the ensign who brought me my gavel didn't remember bringing it to me before. Something separates him and I, and perhaps him and us. Same thing with Gelmir Lysander. You know, the handsome man with the mysterious scar. Uh, he, he, he wasn't stuck in, he, he was also looping around as well. Also Vasquez, the ship's doctor. What about me? And as you do, Dr. Vasquez enters the basketball court, dressed in his lab coat and looking a little confused. Vasquez, what are you doing here? Grumda, this may be out of line, but do you recall if I treated you earlier today? I have the strongest memory of doing so, but there's nothing in my records. Vasquez, you're like us. We are all experiencing a time loop. I did. I went to you to 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 he I went to you to heal a wounded tentacle. It was bruised, and then you healed it twice in a row, as if we were stuck in a time loop. Everyone else here is going through strange repetitions. Now, Doctor Groomer here is right. Time zero appears to have become a sort of square knot. What what can we do about it? What what could be causing this? I mean, I, I have no. I, I mean, I I don't know. <laughs> Have anything strange happened recently? Anyone I'm, gotten... I'm familiar with the particular law, case law, involving events that have been known to happen in time loops and around spatial anomalies and the like. Uh, but as to their cause, I'm afraid that's not my area of expertise, not my bailiwick. Cavi is going to do like the thinker pose and then like tap his forehead over and over and then do a huge theatrical shrug like, I don't know. Wait a minute. I have experienced strange time before. I recently came back from a black hole. And, well, I don't think you... I've told you all that... Well, I don't think I've told anybody this before, but... When I'm in the black hole, well, I'm a baby! And then when I leave the black hole, I'm back to my normal big boy self. Perhaps we're stuck in a black hole, or the effects of the black hole I've somehow brought back to the ship itself? Computer! Are there any known black holes, otherwise space and time singularities in known space nearby? 
Yes, there is one black hole within impulse range, 0.3 light years away. Is that close enough to have an effect on a ship right now? No, that black hole is not within range of gravimetric or space-time phenomena. Unless... Go on, ship computer, unless what? <laughs> unless the ship contains destabilized tachyon energy. Computer, disable dramatic pause. <gasps> dramatic pause. Disable. <laughs> I get it. Sometimes, boy, sometimes when something you love has been banned, you gotta enjoy the last one. <laughs> so if the ship has built up tachyon energy, that could be doing something funner with the space time. Wait, what can we find if it's been built up tachyon energy? As Grumda asks this question, the ship is rocked. Fuck. How? You're all shaken and thrown from your positions. In a shudder, you can you all recognize as torpedo fire. Ah, not again! Torpedoes! Computer, who's attacking the ship? Three Brattleboro-class Corexian attack cruisers in range. Alert, red alert, red alert. Uh, com computer, Cavaliers just can't be beat. Cavaliers make you feel the heat. Go Cavaliers! Thank you, crewman Cavi. You are always a comfort in these times. Vasquez gets up from the floor and says, oh, there's no time. I've got to get back to sickbay. There are going to be casualties. And as he does, the scaffolding falls from the basketball court and crushes him. Cavi oh. is going to take a knee. And he puts his, the, his hands on the side of his head and rocks back and forth to be like he's crying. As he does, uh, we cut to the exterior of the ship, seeing the damage that has already taken a terrible toll. The cause... Three Corexian Brattleboro-class attack cruisers surrounding the Cavalier. With a flash, they loose another volley of torpedoes. And with a shudder that rips across the system, the CSS Cavalier is vaporized. Everyone, could I have you make uh, two feelings rolls? Um, I, one was, uh, I got a one for one and uh -huh. then a three for the other. And I'm okay. a two. Yeah. So I got a four and then I laser feelings with a five. Oh, I got Joe. I uh -huh. got double laser feelings. Whoa. Two threes. Okay. Tuscaloosa. Uh -huh. You have, as if no time has passed, you have a crystal clear memory of the last loop up to and including your own death. Cavi, mm -hmm. you have a you have a strong and clear memory, but your last recollection is shaking your head back and forth. Cool. Groomda, you have a similar feeling of deja vu to what you did in the last loop. But before you react, I do Tuscaloosa, you get to ask me two questions. Oh, two. And and Cavi, you well, you got two laser feelings. Oh shit, okay. And Cavi, you get to ask me a question too. Oh, so yeah. this is question time. Oh man. Okay. Wow. Permission to approach the bench. Granted. That's one of your questions. <laughs> no. No. Oh, okay. Uh, so uh, one left. Uh, question number one. Uh, is the is the tachyon problem coming from the Cavalier ship or from one of the Brattleboro class correction ships? N uh, neither. Oh shit. Okay. Question number two. What, what if you let Branson ask the question? Yeah. And yeah. Then, yeah. yeah. And then Branson, okay. Yeah. Here's my question. Yeah. So, Joe, I've uh -huh. got spirit. Yes, I do. I've got spirit. How about you? Let's go team. I love it. Aha. Great. One time. Okay, Taylor, do you want to ask your second question? Joe, where on the ship can we go to fix this? Taylor, you could go to the shuttle bay to fix this. <sighs> All right. We cut now to the Cavaliers Fitness Center. Attorney Tuscaloosa Casket Showroom is traveling through these hallowed halls. He passes through the weight room, full of the hardest bodies in the vanguard, through the squash courts, where the ship's finance guys hone their skills, and the pool, dominated by various fish-based species that no one in the cast has dared yet play. As he makes his way towards the basketball court, he's struck by an overriding sense of deja vu. We about to get overruled. And he bolts down the hallway and rushes into the basketball court. 
And what you see is upside down, like, uh, Cavi is, like, spinning in the air doing, like, a triple front flip to, like, slam the basket. And he's gonna hang out. And this is impossible, but his, like, mascot head, we just see one shot of his mascot head with, like, the tongue out. And then it's back to normal with just smiling. That was amazing! I wish I could draw a crowd like Cavi. Grunda! Yes? Cavi! Haha, I'm Cavi! What? Uh, pardon the question, I don't mean to badger the witness, but do you have any memory of where you've been the last few hours? Now that I think about it, I feel like I've been here before, and something bad happened to the ship. Kevin, where were you on the night that's about to be tonight? Aha! I was right here! I'm stuck in a loop! Aha! Aha! Good! So y'all remember! Yes, and if I remember correctly, at the end of the loop, there's a explosion. I... We gotta get off this ship! We're about to be accosted by three Brattleboro-class Corexian battlecruisers. Grunda, do you remember telling us about your trip to the black hole? Yes, I just got back, and, and, and I still think that might be part of the reason why we're in a loop. I got back from the black hole when I was a baby Grunda, and so maybe something about the shift of my own physiology through time has infected the ship. Uh, uh, maybe there's something still in the, um, the shallow bay that has the remain of my horrible, uh, twip. If nothing else, we can check out the computer's log on your shuttlecraft. Let's go. But while we're running, uh, uh, computer, alert the uh, bridge that uh, to be on the lookout for three Battleboro class Corexia and battlecruisers. Affirmative. Opening comms line with ship's pilot. Uh, you got legs, legs loveless actual up here on the bridge. Go ahead. Ah, oh, Mr. Loveless, you up there piling a the ship? Uh, that's right I am. Who is this? Oh, this is Tuscaloosa Classic Showroom. Oh, the ship's veg. That's right, I'm the veg. Tuscaloosa Classic Showroom. Right, right. Am I in trouble? Do I need to c- call someone or what? No, you're not in trouble. Just want to let you know to be on the lookout for three Battle Bar Class Corexium Battlecruisers up on the starboard or the port of the ship there. I'm not sure. I'm just a space lawyer. I don't know where the ship direction is. Uh, okay. Uh,. Yeah, we hear you. Uh, nothing on radar right now, but I uh, guess we'll keep a lookout. Thanks for the tip, and bye. I think that went well. Great. You make it to the shuttle bay, a space you only know as a waypoint, somewhere to stop before taking a much-needed shore leave or heading to a dangerous and trauma-inducing away mission. Here you see docked are the Cavaliers' four shuttlecraft, the Mondale, the Bush, the Quail, and the Gore. Groomda goes to the ship he always takes, the quail. He opens up, uh, he opens up uh, and looks inside, uh, invites everyone to come in with him. Yeah, Cavi looks sadly at the bush and shrugs and goes, into the quail! <laughs> We've all got our favorites. <laughs> uh, it looks like a normal shuttlecraft. You don't see anything of too much significance or anything out of place. Um, Groomda uh, drops... Um, about 15 of his tentacles and they start scurrying around to sort of see if they can pick up any energy, any item, anything that seems out of place that might tell him something about this strange time loop. As Groomda approaches the quail, he does notice something is off. It seems like the engines of the quail are starting and turning off and starting again. Almost as if Something is happening to this shuttle. Groomda's in the quail. Uh, Groomda's in the quail, and he starts uh, trying to. He's trying to. He goes straight to the dashboard um, to see if there's something there that is that is turning off and on the uh, the engines, or if it's external to the controls. He sees the controls turn off and light up again, and as he does, you notice every time the clock on the on the dash. Uh, is a different time every time it lights up. What the huckabubba? What the huckabee? What the huckabee is going on right now? Aha! I heart huckabees! Let's figure this one out! And I'm gonna, like, get in there, and I'm gonna try to, like, figure out exactly what's going on with the clock. Okay, Cavi, make a lasers roll. You got it. That's a four. Cavi, you flash back to one of your quantum physics classes at the academy. I'm furiously taking notes, and all my notes are like, aha, one time, but I know the code of like what that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mascots, of course, like any officer in the Vanguard fleet has to take an array of uh, right. difficult science, technology, uh, history, law court, you know, their whole gamut. There's a kid right behind me, too, trying to see around my huge head, and he's like, come on! Yeah. 
Is everyone else in this class a different ship's mascot? No, it's we we actually see a lot of um, young college-aged versions of the Cavalier crew. And so it's like a really wide shot, but you can see me from a mile away because I'm huge. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you if you freeze framed and paused and like really zoomed in, you would see like, oh, there's a 21 year old legs loveless. Yeah, yeah, oh, for cool. sure. Yeah, yeah. He's got even longer hair. A lot of Easter and, eggs in this shot. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's Gelmir's mom. You know, dude. Okay. What? She was there, Tim. I know, but the backstory's difficult. Caviar, what can you make of it? Anything in there? Ha <laughs> ha! This guy's soaking wet with dark matter, bathed in it from the black hole. What do you think that could be the source of the tachyon buildup that's causing the time loop? I try not to think, but yes! Ha <laughs> ha! Sometimes it can be a burden, I understand. Well then, it means it's time for this cool friends to clean the shuttle! He takes it. Grumda is killed. <laughs> to clean the shuttle? <laughs> you know, have a little montage, everyone's scrubbing stuff down. So as Grumda proposes this preposterous idea, okay. you look out on, on the void of space, you know, opening out from the shuttlecraft hangar, and you see warping into your immediate vicinity three Corexian Brattleboro-class attack cruisers. The Brattleboros are here! The ship, which you'll remember was a warned now, immediately lets loose a volley of torpedoes, and you see the shield go up, preventing any shuttlecraft from leaving the bay. That's my boy, Legs Loveless. You're as handsome and as smart as everybody says. So, if we're stuck in the seals, that means the, the strained energy from the shuttlecraft is still going to infect the Cavalier. Computer, beam this shuttlecraft outside of the shields. In fact, beam it close as you can to the Corexian ships. Confirmed. And who? Sorry, who is in the sh- who is in the shuttle? Oh, I didn't right mean now? to. I didn't mean to transport the guys in there. I'm sorry. But but you did. I so d- oh, I didn't mean to. Who's in it right I'm now? I'm in there. I was in there. Okay, f- great. Like fiddling with the clock. And Tuscaloosa, you're not. Uh uh-uh. oh. Oh wait, no shit. Rescind that order. Too late. And with a flash. <laughs> oh no! I disabled the dramatic pause function. <laughs> She's doing everything immediately now. <laughs> the shuttlecraft phases away with Grunda and Cavi inside. In a moment, with a small flash in the distance, Tuscaloosa, you can see it appear off the bow of one of the Brattleboro cruisers. Uh-oh. Uh, Grunda and Cavi, you're inside the shuttle. What do you do? Grunda controls the quail! Grunda jumps at the, at the controls and starts trying to move it away from these correction ships. He doesn't want to get caught in the explosion. He also doesn't know what's going to happen if this energy starts affecting them as well. He starts veering away towards the middle and in between uh, between uh, the Corexian ships and the Cavalier. Groom, duh, steer away. Save some Cavalier lives today. <laughs> Thanks, Cavi. I would never say it to you before, but I guess right now, there's this chance that we might die. I've always sort of respected you. The way you hold the crowd, the way everyone seems to love you, the way when you, in- when you invest your crazy energy onto a room, it brings people together rather than me that tears them apart. Uh-huh, that's right. Yeah, I guess just wanted to say that I sometimes wish I could be somebody like you. Sometimes Gwumda wishes he was a mascot instead of just Gwumda. And then outside the window of the quail, you see the Mondale teleport in right next to you, like 10 yards away. And the wind, not the window, but like the cover of the window rolls down and it's, me, Tuscaloosa Casket Showroom. And you hear a doop, and you can now hear me talking, and I say, Permission to approach the shuttlecraft? <gasps> Tuscaloosa! Permission granted! <laughs> they dock. The shuttlecraft dock. Groomda uses his tentacles and grabs Cavi, pulling him behind him, go, Oh, Tuscaloosa, Tuscaloosa, you saved us! After today, I'm definitely gonna let you represent Groomda in court. Sustain. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> um, he rushes over to the, uh, to the Mondale. Aha! Let's get out of here so we don't get caught in a tri- time loop with these Corexians! And as Cavi says that, we cut now to the bridge of one of the Corexian attack cruisers, the CSS Ben. Sir, if these readings are true, that shuttlecraft is the source of all of the dark matter disturbances. We could break off the attack with these, uh, Vanguard interlopers. All right. Let's fire all our torpedoes at that shuttlecraft. Hopefully, that'll do the trick. 
and then we can resume our new war with these vanguard bastards. And the three attack cruisers all turn in formation, focused on the quail. With fury, they release all of their firepower at the tiny, undefended shuttle track. Uh-oh, boys, looks like we got a tough cross-examination headed our way. So let's get out of here! Unfortunately, Groomda's words come too late. Of course, the Mondale was only inches away from the quail, and it's caught in the blast. Before your eyes, these three heroic crew members are lost, destroyed in the galactic fury of the Corexian payload. They are lost, along with these two shuttlecraft. We cut now to the Cavalier's Fitness Center. True, any kind of exercise space could be created in the hollow zones, but sometimes you just can't beat the real thing. We weave through the weight room, full of the hardest bodies in the vanguard, through the squash courts where the ship's finance guys hone their skills, the pool, dominated by various fish-based species that no one in the cast has dared yet play, before arriving at the basketball court, where three crew members are showing off their best dunks. Groomda and Cavi, you find yourself in this space. You recognize, as you make eye contact, that you've been here before and been through a lot together. But somehow, this moment feels different. Maybe, just maybe, you've been freed from something you've been caught in for far too long. Kavi, I think we did it. Groomda, aha! I, uh, wonder if you remember those things that I said to you on, um, the quail? Aha! Groomda, I remember everything! Ha-ha! Oh... Don't let it go to your head. It's big enough. <laughs> Watch it, Groomda. I can't control that. <laughs> Before I kick your ass at basketball, why don't we go down and make sure what we did stuck? Uh, Groomda rushes up. Uh, Groomda rushes to uh, to the quail. But before that, you, so you're running past and you're going to see Tuscaloosa. He's going to grab him by the shoulders <gasps> and he's going to open his mouth and you're going to hear the bass line from Seven Nation Army. And Cavi's gonna point to uh, uh, he's gonna point down to uh, to Groomda. He's gonna say, "Follow me!" Ha-ha! And you see that Tuscaloosa had tears on his face, tears coming down from his eyes, and he said, "I was, I was just standing here considering how this is a kind of immortality, and by freeing ourselves from the time loop, we're now dooming ourselves to once again become mortal. But now I feel better. Let's go get him, fellas! <laughs> Death's an escape." They get to the shuttle deck. Do we see the quail? You scan across the shuttle bay. There's the Mondale. Yes. Same as it ever was. Okay. One down. Let's all look at the second ship together. <laughs> there it is. The bush. Two for two, boys. Here we go. But, but- then you make a quick detour to number four. It's the gore. Yeah, not, the, not the classiest ship. Not in the best condition, but the same <laughs> as it was. Now back to three. <gasps> An empty space. <gasps> We changed. We changed the timeline. Friends, we did it together. And I I promise you, I never want to put my good friends through that again. This is the last time Groomda ever takes an excursion to the black hole. As you do, Shuttle Chief Bronzino walks up to you. Yes, he's another fish alien. He says, hey now, Groomda. Yes? Do you know what on earth has happened to the quail? I'm looking in the logs and you're the last one that used it, but... It's gone. White, I glove in the black hole. And Cavi's going to step back- forward and keep Groomda from incriminating himself. And Cavi, who remembers what Groomda said to him, he's going to distract Bronzino. And he's going to put his hand on Bronzino's shoulder, open his mouth. And from out of his mouth, you hear, I got this feeling inside my bones. It goes electric wavy when I turn it on. All through my city. All through my home, we're flying up, no ceiling when we're in our zone. I got that sunshine in my pocket, got that good song in my feet. Feel that hot blood in my body when it drops. I can't take my eyes up off it, moving so phenomenally. You're gonna walk like the way we rock it, so don't stop. 
Behind him, Grumda is making, is mirroring all his moves, uh, being being the mascot cheerleader that he always hoped he could be. But know what? No one can top the big guy. No one can top Cavi. Cavi, uh, you know that rules. You know I love a jam. I will raise that roof. But it's just the strangest thing because a moment before it disappeared, I got all these alerts at my station that <laughs> the quail was three months out of date on all its inspections. Gulga, don't answer that question. Now, here, Mr. Branzino, I'm not sure how much standing you have in this here case, whether or not alerts are sort of submissible as any sort of evidence, if we're in the voir dire stage of some sort of disagreement or some sort of bureau. What adventure lies next amongst these, those stars of space? Oh, these, those stars of space, stars Ali Fisher, Branson Reese. Carly Minardo, Christopher Hastings, Taylor Moore, Tim Platt, and Joe Lepore as everything and everyone else. Produced by Joe Lepore and Taylor Moore at Fortunate Horse, our theme and additional music is composed by Huge Today. See you next time, Cosmic Voyagers, for another story from Oh These, Those Stars of Space. We pull away from the Cavalier, watching it slowly, slowly recede. But after a moment, our view of it changes. We're now viewing the Cavalier through a view screen. We pan over and find ourselves on a bridge that looks like the Cavalier, almost. Everything is darker, redder, and it seems almost every surface is covered in leather. And not brown leather, like your dad's jacket or a barbershop that's trying too hard, but black leather, the universal symbol of bad boys. You can't tell from looking at this, but this leather, it's made from cows bred for sentience. <laughs> it's insanely cruel. <laughs> On the bridge, is Pilot Legs hateful? And Chief Poisoner, Bondage Balboa. <laughs> and in the captain's chair? Well, this one isn't empty. It's filled with tentacles. <laughs> tentacles in a uniform and rocking a badass goatee. Dark Legs turns from his control panel to look behind him at the shape that fills the captain's chair. We can see that he has two arms and one stump. Lord Grumda... Your instincts were correct yet again, sir. The readings have corroborated them. It's some sort of mirror cavalier. Bondage Balboa, who looks exactly like Liberty Balboa, except that his apron is leather. Shit. Turns to Groom and say, If I hadn't seen it with my own eyes, I wouldn't believe it. Yes, the readings are true. It seems there is an entire universe out there across the void. A universe ripe for the picking. And it's my counterpart that will be our way in. <laughs> I'm confident. <laughs> <laughs>